Welcome to Light Steps Live. Our mission is to open the Word of God to edify the believer and evangelize the world, that people who follow Jesus can walk in the light as He is in the light. Now, let's turn our attention to God's Word. Howdy, friends, and welcome to this episode of Light Steps Live. And here we are at the last episode in the Fruitful Disciple series and our word of the day. Our last word is action, action. As fruitful disciples, we must live as action-oriented people. Now, let me dispel something up front. I deeply value mystery and reflection. I value times of quietness. I value times of solitude. I want to say that all of that's action-oriented too. That is about engaging with God, hearing from God, resting, uh, appreciating wonder, uh, contemplating the mysteries of God and all that he has made. So I'm not dismissing the quieter parts of our faith as inaction. I'm not doing that at all. As a matter of fact, I would say those elements are critical to a disciple's peace and sanity, effectiveness. As a matter of fact, I seem to be most effective when my action has flowed out of times of intense quietness, uh, intentional planning and preparation, and also times where I have just been quiet and let the Lord speak to my spirit. So, I'm not dismissing any of that with the next or rest of the comments on this episode, but I don't want to make any sort of mistake. I am talking about action and I am going to talk about action using three words that start with a P. Those three words are, we should be action oriented in prayer. We ought to be people who pray without ceasing. We ought to be action-oriented people who are proactive in doing good works. We should do unto others what we would long for people to do unto us, and we should be action-oriented people in productivities. We should make sure our actions are indeed productive for the Lord. Okay, let's jump right in this morning. Let's turn our attention to begin with, to set some opening thoughts by turning our attention to one of the letters written to one of the churches in the book of the Revelation. In Revelation chapter number three, in the letter that was written to the church at Sardis, verse one says, and the angel of the church in Sardis write the words of him who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your works. You have a reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Wake up and strengthen what remains and is about to die. For I have not found your works complete in the sight of my God. Isn't that interesting? You have the reputation of being awake. So says the risen Lord Jesus. You have the reputation of being awake, but you don't have the reality of being awake. So it would say to him, okay, wake up. And strengthen what does remain. I, and, and how is he judging? He says, looking at their works. 
says your works are incomplete. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that an interesting turn of phrase? Uh, I love the wording um, from the English Standard Version study Bible about this verse. It says there, and I quote, the church in Sardis is in a deep spiritual coma, approaching death, but not beyond Christ's summons to wake up, to strengthen what is about to die, to remember and keep the message of grace that the church had received and heard and to pursue the holiness that flows from grace. What that wording, the, the ones that stuck out to me was the church in Sardis is in a deep spiritual coma. Wow. So she says, wake up. So in this case, they knew all the words, but they weren't dancing. <laughs> and I think uh, there is a great part of the, the, the church in America under all her names and auspices that this could be said of. I recently went with a group of my friends to a uh, church that uses high liturgy. And um, <laughs> it was kind of amazing. Every, all the readings, all the prayers, they were, they were awesome. They were biblical. They were encouraging. But it was symbols without substance. At one point, the person even leading the stuff says, you know, we don't really take the Bible seriously except for the command to take the Lord's Supper every week. And I... I <sighs> They said it with a, you know, a bit of a wink, but I was like, whoa, I don't know if I would ever said that, um, you know, I, I, it sort of scared me a little bit. They said it with a wink. It, it made me have a little bit of horror in my soul. So it's, it's possible to have all the appearance with none of the substance. And here I wanted to bring out this, this letter to the, to the angel of the church of Sardis, I wanted to bring out this verse, Revelation 3, 2. I have not found your works complete inside of my God. Whoa. So he goes on. Verse 3. Remember then what you received and heard. Keep it and repent. If you will not wake up, I will come like a thief and you will not know at what hour I will come against you. Whoo. Whoo. Wow. Every one of these letters should make us pause in their cautionary warnings, really. But what's that got to do with today? I think we read that and it is to the church at Sardis as a precept, but I think it's a principle strong enough for all the church to accept. We should not be people who simply know the words and ideas of God. We should be people who live those words and ideas out. So let me give some thoughts on those three P words I introduced a few moments ago. And let's do it with this warning to the church at Sardis right up in the front of our mind. Number one, we ought to be prayerful people. Um... A few days ago, I wrote a blog post about being at a conference and the conference had believers from all over the United States. I, I dare say probably most of the states were represented. There were also a smattering of believers from other countries, especially a few from Canada and Central America. Um, and one session, they spent three hours, 
three hours, three hours straight, speaker after speaker, song after song, testimony after testimony, urging us to pray and, it, and it's to be people of prayer, right? But it struck me, it's funny that we didn't pray. Pray, y'all should pray. Praying is good. Praying pleases the Lord. Prayer is 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 the work. It's it's not what you do before the work. It is the work. I mean, uh, on and on and on. But we didn't pray, and there was something to me. Just wanted to shout out. We're talking about prayer when we could be talking in prayer. And I know, I know, I know. Sometimes you have to instruct people from the scriptures before they see the need to pray before. I mean, that's what the Holy Spirit will use to bring us fresh conviction about uh, about the, the necessity of prayer. And so I get it. You should teach on prayer. Somebody say amen. Thank you. I heard someone out there. But at some point, they, you know, it's like they should have said, so the rest of the day, we're just going to spend in prayer. <laughs> but we didn't. We ought to be action-oriented people, and a big part of what we do should be prayer. Pray as individuals, pray as families, pray in our local churches, get together with other believers and pray uh, uh, over, about, and through situations, pray for revival, pray for awakening. Uh, we, we should be people of prayer, and it shouldn't take a whole lot of convincing for us to have a prayer meeting. A fruitful disciple is given to prayer. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, I think it's interesting. Just look, just, just watch this unfold. I think it's interesting. All right. It says in, in uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5, uh, verse 14, we urge you, brothers, admonish the idle, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with them all. So, so it's like get in there and dig in with people who are struggling. Okay. Next verse. See to it, see, excuse me, see that, this is 1 Thessalonians 5, 15, see that no one repays evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another and to everyone. Verse 16, rejoice always. 17, pray without ceasing. Hold on, check this out. So what we're going to do is get in there and really dig in and really work with, with people who are struggling uh, we're going to admonish people who are being lazy. We're going to encourage people who, who are struggling in their heart. We're going to help the weak. We're going to exercise patience with everyone. We're not going to play this worldly payback game. And we're going to just be doing good to everybody. So what's he say? All right, you better rejoice in the Lord then. <laughs> and you, you also better be praying all the time. Then verse 18, giving thanks in all circumstances. Verse 20, don't quench your spirit. Don't despise prophecies. Test everything. Hold fast to what's good. Abstain from every evil. Wow. I, I should have read this before that. Respect those who labor among you. Verse 12. 1 Thessalonians 5, 12. All right, so respect your leaders. Okay. Verse 13. Esteem them highly. The last part of verse 13. Be at peace with everyone. Verse 14. Admonish the idle, encourage the faint, help the weak, be patient with them all. Verse 15. Don't be the worldly person don't repay evil for evil do good to everybody so so this right here they just hand it down this totally impossible list of things to do <laughs> respect your leaders be at peace admonish people blah 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 no it's not blah 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 that was the wrong wording i should have said and so on and so on 
do all this stuff that you could never do in the flesh. Okay, so what can you what can you meet the impossible to do with? Meet it with rejoicing, meet it with ceaseless praying, meet it with ceaseless thanksgiving. Let the spirit do his work. Stand fast in the prophecies, the promises, hold fast to every good thing and stay away from evil. Wow. Fruitful disciples are action oriented and a huge part of our action is, is prayer. Secondly, secondly, we ought to be proactive, proactive, just like it says here in 1 Thessalonians chapter number five, verse 15, seek to do good to one another and everyone. Okay. You go back to that. Who do we love? We don't love just who's convenient or whatever. We love whoever God's got in front of us. Well, let me go to another passage. Let me, let me, let's shoot over to Matthew chapter seven. Matthew chapter seven, verse number 12, often called the golden rule, often very misquoted. We, we often quote the golden rule as do to others as they've done to you. And that, you know, that's like figure out what people have done to you and you do that much. That's not the golden rule or what we often call the golden rule. Golden rule, or what we label the golden rule, Matthew chapter 7, verse number 12. So whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Now, we also know that uh, all, all, the, all the law and the prophets hang on the two great commandments. Love the Lord God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and your neighbors yourself. Okay? Matthew 22 says, and on these depend all the law and the prophets. So we learn here that the law and the prophets, okay, that's what they're about. They're about going to proactively do what you wish would get done to you. Huh. Go, go seek, seek out the doing good. Don't wait for an opportunity to do good. Go looking for it. Don't do good just to people who have done good to you. Don't do good to the degree of which good has been done to you. Figure out what's the highest degree of good that can be done and go somewhere to do that good. Now, I'm going to tell you all, you go back to that idea of edifying the church and evangelizing the world. The highest good that can be done to anyone is to bless people with the gospel and to bless people with the gospel. Be a blessing. We're blessed with Jesus. Jesus, bless people with Jesus. And the second is like unto it. Help somebody grow up in the gospel. Wow, I'm getting excited. Here's what's interesting about Matthew 7, though. Whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Interesting. Matthew 7, 12. What woe? Look at verse 13. Enter by the narrow gate. So, so he's, he's just said, he's just said, uh, uh, Go do what you'd like to get done to you, right? The law of love hangs on this. All the all the law and the prophets are about this, you might say. And just enter by the narrow gate. In other words, for the gate to not do this is wide, and there's a lot of people not doing it. And that leads to destruction, but but there are, you know, there are very few that go the narrow way, but they do find life. You're not interested. And lastly, just looking at the clock, it snuck up on me again. So we're prayerful in all things. We're, we're proactive in good works. And we ought to be 
productive for the Lord. I, I wanted to go to several passages without without turning there. Let me just make mention of them. I I, I love. For example, Colossians 3.23, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord, not for men. In other words, do whatever you do for the Lord. People will benefit, but do it for the Lord. Do it as unto the Lord. And don't just talk about it. That's that. Don't don't just be like the church at Sardis where we you have a reputation, but you don't have action. Proverbs 14.23 says, in all toil, there is profit, but mere talk tends only to poverty. <laughs> Let me read that one again. In all toil, there is profit, but mere talk only leads to poverty or tends only to poverty. Excuse me. You know, first Corinthians 10 31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it, do all to the glory of the Lord. Uh, my goodness. I wanted to go look at second Timothy chapter three, verses one through four. I wanted to look again at Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. I wanted to look at Ecclesiastes 9, 10. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with your with your might, for there is no work or thought or knowledge or wisdom in Sheol to which you are going. In other words, you work while it's yet called today. That's what Ecclesiastes 9, 10 would help us realize. So a fruitful disciple is a person of action. Action-oriented people, action-oriented people. We are prayerful. We pray without ceasing. We are proactive. We figure out what the best good is and look for ways to do all the good we can. And we are productive unto the Lord. We do it for the Lord. We do it. We don't just talk about the good that needs to, needs to get done. We do. We do. We do it. And we do it unto the Lord. Guys, thank you for being a part of Light Steps Lives. Thank you for being part of this 12-episode series known as Fruitful Disciple. I look forward to unveiling our next series with you in our next episode. I would love to have some feedback from you guys. Go to our website, lightsteps.live. You can um, respond with an email there. Or if you'd like, you can go to our blog twbose.blogspot.com and you can always send a message through that or email me directly i look forward to being with you guys again soon thank you for taking part in light steps live thank you for joining us on light steps live today my name is katie bose and the rest of our production team is andrew liggett shannon allen and steve riley Music provided by Banjo Ben Clark. Connect with Banjo Ben at banjobenclark.com. This series is sponsored by Connections. My Life Matters holds a spring event each year to connect people to that gospel movement. Connections is Monday, March 16th, beginning with an open house at 6 p.m. and a program at 7 p.m. This is the perfect opportunity for community members to meet My Life Matters leaders and discover the impact this movement is making. Call the My Life Matters office to obtain tickets or for more information at 336-503-9327. Light Steps Live is a listener-supported podcast. Would you be interested in sponsoring Light Steps Live? Go to our website, lightsteps.live, to contact us or make your donation. While you're visiting our website, check out the Light Steps blog for a short daily devotional. Tim Bowes is a pastor of East Rock Community Church and the executive director of My Life Matters, a gospel ministry with a focus on making disciples who become lifelong followers of Jesus. Discover more about My Life Matters at mylifematters.club.